how people with epilepsy were treated. Uh, healthcare has evolved considerably. Um, and the attitudes of society involved considerably. So the epilepsies themselves haven't changed over time, but how they are understood and how people with them are treated certainly has. Simon Chauvon, a consultant neurologist from UCL and author of the book, The Idea of Epilepsy, today talks to us about how our attitudes and approaches to the epilepsies have evolved over the past 160 years, the significant changes in research, diagnosis and treatment methods, and how we need to remember to learn from the past. Well, hi, Tori. Thanks for inviting me to this podcast. Um, My name's Simon Chauvon. I'm uh, a neurologist, uh, was appointed as a consultant neurologist in 1983, and um, I'm a professor of neurology at uh, UCL. And my career has been um, mainly uh, in the field of epilepsy. I, I did my research in epilepsy um, as part of my training uh, from about 19. 19- 78, and since then I've stayed in the field of epilepsy and over the years have treated um, many people with epilepsy uh, at the National Hospital Queen's Square. I've researched into various aspects of epilepsy, including the uh, epidemiology, the, the drug treatment, and the um, diagnosis and imaging of epilepsy, uh, particularly. If you've been focusing on epilepsy for so many years, uh, uh, things must have changed quite a lot over time, I guess, right? Things have changed a great deal, yeah. I mean, the diagnosis um, in the time since I've been involved in epilepsy, MRI scanning came in, uh, CT scanning came in, video telemetry came in. So the diagnosis of epilepsy has been very greatly improved the methods of diagnosis Um, and also treatment. So since I was uh, first involved in epilepsy, I should think there are 10 or maybe 12 new uh, medications for epilepsy and surgical treatment has also advanced. Over my time, I've seen great changes. I can only imagine. And I guess that kind of leads us on to your book, really, that sort of the relatively recent history of epilepsy. Hang on, let me get it. I have it right next to me. So we have, um, yes, the idea of epilepsy, much of which I have personally read, and it's pretty extraordinary what we have gone through. Could you tell us a little bit about what led you to to write this book and a bit about the book, please? Well, thanks, Tori. So the idea, the, the modern history of epilepsy really started in about 150 years ago in, um, in the late 19th century. Um, and over the period that followed, there have, there have been enormous changes, not only in the medical aspects, but also in the social aspects of epilepsy, how society views epilepsy, how people with epilepsy um, were, were treated, uh, Healthcare has evolved considerably, um, and the attitudes of society evolved considerably. And the book tries to chart the history of this uh, over that uh, over the period. Uh, uh, I chose the period eighteen sixty to 
2020. Um, and um, this covers uh, the development of modern medicine, really, and also the period of eugenics, which was which had a dire effect on people with epilepsy. Also, the rise and fall of psychoanalysis, which also had a pretty negative effect, I would say, on people with epilepsy. Um, the rise of scientific uh, medicine, the rise of the pharmaceutical industry, um, and with the modern drugs, not only anti-epilepsy drugs, but also antibiotics and um, anesthetics, for instance, uh, how uh, much more advanced surgery became possible. So it's the story of that of of the evolution of these developments in relation to epilepsy. I must say it's not an entirely happy story. There were some pretty negative events too, um, and the book tries to cover these and to take a balanced view on what's good and what's bad. Um, and at the end, I also try to make a guess about what in our current uh, treatments, which of them are going to survive and be viewed positively in the future, and which may not survive, or which may even be considered um, harmful in the future. So in a nutshell, that's what the book's about. I've also tried to cover the the voice of the patient, because I think one of the most extraordinary developments in epilepsy since the Second War has been um, the empowerment of people with uh, epilepsy and other medical conditions too, to actually take part in decision-making and to have a voice. And, you know, the rise of the lay organizations has been very important. I've covered the voice of people with epilepsy really through how epilepsy is depicted in literature, in film, and in biography and autobiography. And um, uh, there have been very great changes in this over the over the, the period. In, in a former conversation we had, um, we, we mentioned how we hope society could perhaps reflect upon um, the history of epilepsy through, for instance, your book and learn from it so as not to repeat, shall we politely say, certain uh, mistakes or errors, but and indeed continue and to repeat um, positive things. Well, I think that's the point of history, or point of anybody studying history, is partly to... Um, see what happened in the past and try not to repeat the same sort of uh, mistakes or same sort of patterns in the future. Um, I'm always struck by the analogy Michael Crichton, the author, made uh, that, um, you know, if you don't know history, you're like a leaf that doesn't know it's part of a tree. Uh, in fact, you don't know anything. And that's what, what he wrote. And I think it's sort of true. And the analogy has the added kind of implications that, you know, there's a cycling of nature and leaves fall off trees and then they become nothing. And much of what we know today will be discarded. 
If anybody would like to um, access or purchase your book, what should they do, Simon? The book's available on the Cambridge University Press website or, uh, I guess, on Amazon or in bookshops or good bookshops, as they say. In general. (laughs) Okay, lovely. Well, anybody, um, again, if you would like to access this really, um, honestly, really very educational, something I think everybody should um, read, book The Idea of Epilepsy, interesting title, by the way, Um, do check that out. Thank you so much for joining us today, Simon. It's been really sort of insightful and thank you very much. Well, thank you, Tori, for inviting me. Uh, I'm very grateful. By the way, I think your website does a fantastic job for people with epilepsy. Thank you very much to Simon for his insight and for sharing with us his book, which has been years in the making. Do get the book, The Idea of Epilepsy, if you can. It is written in such a way that is readable even if you aren't a clinician. It backs up statements with references to sources and has a really cool epilepsy glossary. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. And I'd love to hear from you if you have any thoughts about today's show. Please subscribe to Epilepsy Sparks Insights on your podcast app so that you will never miss the weekly episode. I'm Tori Robinson. Thanks for listening.